Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Here they are, the Quiz Kids, presented by the makers of Alka-Seltzer. We're on the air with the School Kids Questionnaire. The Quiz Kids, five wide-awake youngsters ready for another difficult quiz session in Alka-Seltzer's schoolroom of the air. All the questions on tonight's program were sent in by you listeners and were selected by Sidney L. James of the editorial staffs of Time and Life magazines. None of the questions have been seen by any of the children. The makers of Alka-Seltzer will award a new Zenith portable radio to the sender of each question used on the air. And they also give a $100 denomination defense savings bond to each of the youngsters taking the examination. The three kids with the highest scores will be invited back next Wednesday night. And now here's our chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly. Thank you, Marvin Miller, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we are especially honored to have as our guest observer the Honorable Harold E. Stassen, Governor of Minnesota. And the, kids, uh, the quiz kids gracing Alka-Seltzer schoolroom are Richard... I'm Richard Williams. I'm 11 years old, and I'm in the 6th grade at Harrison School, East Chicago, Indiana. Jack? I'm Jack Lucal. I'm 14 years old, and I'm a freshman at the Oak Park and River Forest Township High School. Betty? I'm Betty Swanson. I'm 12 years old, and I'm in the 7th grade of Gorton School, Lake Forest. Harvey? I'm Harvey Fishman. I'm 10 years old, and I attend Bradwell School. And Dennis? I'm Dennis Shanahan. I'm 15 years old, and I'm junior at Central Catholic High School in Pittsburgh. You know, folks, Dennis won the title of Pittsburgh's Brightest Quiz Kid and the right to appear as a guest on this program tonight by winning an elimination contest in which 8,000 Pittsburgh children competed. I know all those boys and girls back home are pulling for you tonight, Dennis, and all of us wish you well, too. Well, all right, kids, while I'm sorting your questions and getting them ready, I want to ask all the grown-ups a question. How many of you older folks have had the misfortune to have a headache lately? Yes, what's more miserable than a headache? And how often a headache seems to come along right at the most inconvenient time. Maybe you have a lot of work to do, an important appointment, an engagement to go someplace. Or you're planning just to relax and take things easy. But no matter what you've planned to do, that aching head is there and you have to deal with it first. So listen, for relief that is truly quick, truly pleasant, drink a glass of sparkling, refreshing Alka-Seltzer. 
Yes, Alka-Seltzer. Just dissolve one or two tablets in a glass of water, then drink the bubbling effervescent solution this makes. Its analgesic, sodium acetyl salicylate, is especially effective in giving relief from your pain. And because it is already dissolved when you drink it, Alka-Seltzer is ready to go to work the instant you take it. Keep plenty of Alka-Seltzer tablets on hand all the time, ready to give you the prompt, pleasant, satisfying relief it offers for headaches. Remember to take it for acid indigestion, upset stomach, and muscular pain and fatigue. You'll feel better fast. Get Alka-Seltzer from your druggist. Well, quiz kids, this first question is a bit unusual. It's from Anna Helen, a little girl who lives on a farm near Augusta, Michigan. Anna writes, I have a Holstein heifer calf born June 2nd. I would be very grateful to the quiz kids if they would help me choose a name for the calf. I promise to use the name they suggest. So, quiz kids, there's your chance to name a calf. And I'll bet not one of you city kids ever had a chance like that before. Betty? Well, if he was going to be a bull when he grew up, I'd suggest Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good try, but uh, you, you see, I must remind you that this little calf is a heifer calf. And that means a little girl calf, see? <laughs> Dennis? Well, maybe you could call it Ferdinanda then. <laughs> Ferdinanda? <laughs> Not bad. Any more names? Harvey? Well, if it's a she, you could call her Milky. Milky? That's all right. That's a very good name. Uh, do you have any... Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you. We'll see what Jack has to say I here. I, I'd vote for um, Dennis's Ferdinanda. Ferdinanda? Seems to be uh, sort of unanimous then. <laughs> well, all right. You know, if I had a chance to offer a name, I think I'd call her uh, a defense program to give more milk production. Huh? <laughs> that would be a cute name, too. Well, <clears throat> anyway... Those are some nice names, and I'm sure Anna will uh, select one of them. I hope she lets us know which one. All right, next question. Diego Rivera sounds like a nice place to spend a summer vacation. But Marjorie Shipley of Cleveland, Ohio, says that you won't find the name in any travel folder. Why not? Dennis? That's a Mexican painter. That's right. You bet. Good for you, Dennis. T.C. Tippett of Turner's Falls, Massachusetts, would like to find out whether you kids are too young to name four American automobiles that are no longer manufactured. Jack Lugel? Uh, the LaSalle. That's the good. The White. Beg the, pardon? Wasn't there a car, car called the White? That's right. The, um... That's two. Then there's the, uh... I don't believe the Hupmobile is made any, any That's, longer. That's, uh, three. And the, um, Stutz. Stutz. Very, very good, Jack. That takes care of all four of them. You know, that's pretty good because, after all, I understand that there are about 600 uh, different makes of cars that are no longer manufactured. Now, that doesn't sound possible, but that's the truth. Two out of three on this next question. Wayne Turner of Hammond, Indiana, says that the present-day war news brings him face-to-face -face with the past. He wonders where, on the present-day map, you would place Carthage, Troy, and Babylon. Richard? Well, uh, Carthage would be on the northern coast of Africa, in Libya, I believe. No, well, I'm... Uh, uh, in Algeria. No, now, you're not guessing, are you? No, Tunisia. Tunisia, that's right. <laughs> All right, how and, about uh, Troy? Troy would be in Greece. And, mm, uh... Well, no, wait a minute, I question that, uh, Richard. Uh, Troy? Let's see what... Uh, well, uh, uh, Babylon would be in Iraq now. That's right, but we're, we're talking about Troy. <laughs> All right, Jack? Is it in Turkey? Turkey is correct, Richard. <laughs> all right. Well, we finally got them all taken care of. James Pettigrew, Fort Wayne, Indiana, sends in this music question. 
If you were at a dancing party and heard the following music, what dances would you do? Now, here is the first one. Dennis? Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe Virginia Reel? No. I'm sorry, Jack. I think that's a gavotte or a polka, but I'm not sure. Which one? Polka. Polka is right. That's uh, from the opera The Bartered Bride. All right, now listen to this next one. Betty? The Minuet. Minuet by Mozart. Now, here is the last one. Well, it's sort of like a jitterbug, but towards the end it was almost like a rumba. <laughs> well, which do you prefer? Well, I'd take the beginning as jitterbug. I call it a rumba then. That's correct. Rumba is right. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, can any of you kids uh, do the rumba? Jack? Yes, I can do the rumba. Oh, you can? Well, do you suppose you could give us a little sample of it right here? <laughs> well, now, we've got to make sure that you do. You said you could do it, you know. Well, it's sort of hard to give a demonstration. <laughs> We've got music and everything. <laughs> Harvey, how about you? Well, I don't pick up the rumba, uh, rumba because I'm not quite graceful enough for oh, it. Oh, you're not. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm afraid we'll have to take Jack Lucas' word for it that he can do the rumba. I'm sure he can. <laughs> Here's our next question. Longley Richards of Chicago, Illinois, sends in this travel question. Two out of three on this one. If you can make a trip this summer with these real or fictional characters... Would you or would you not like to go with Wolf Larson, Sancho Panza, and Modestin? Betty? Well, Wolf Larson was a character in The Sea Wolf by Jack London, and he was rather cruel. I don't particularly think I'd like to hang around with him. You don't. Well, I didn't think you would. Uh, Harvey? Well, I wouldn't like to go to, with Sancho Panza because, uh, well, he was Don Quixote's uh, servant. But not only that, but uh, Don Quixote would ride on a horse and he had to ride on a donkey. <laughs> I think you got something there, Harvey. But at that, I think you'd have a lot of fun if you went along with him just the same, fighting windmills. He's rather slow. <laughs> All right, how about uh, Modestin? Well, perhaps I'd better tell you about Modestin. Modestin was the donkey in the Travels with a Donkey by Robert Louis Stevenson. So I would imagine you'd have a lot of fun uh, with uh, her. <laughs> All right, let's get along now. Our next question here. Herbert Kent of Montreal, Canada, asks you to think of three commonly used expressions involving a great feat of strength, such as uh, raising the roof or uh, sweeping the nation. Dennis? Well, one about the car jumping over the moon. <laughs> yes, well, uh, that would be all right. Uh, Jack? Well, this would take more endurance than strength if you painted a whole town red. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly would, Jack. <laughs> Betty? Well, people speak of Herculean tasks. Well, that's all right. We can accept that, too. Dennis has another one. Well, it's kind of old, but still, wheeling West Virginia might be kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm afraid it would. Quite a transfer job. <laughs> all right, kids, that takes care of that question. Now, the next question comes from our guest observer, Governor Stassen of Minnesota. My state, he says, is known as the land of 10,000 lakes. The quiz kids certainly should be able to name three of them. Richard? Well, there's Lake Atafka. That's the headwaters of the Mississippi. And there, 
Lower and Upper Red Lakes, I believe. And uh, there's Elk Lake, that's a lake near uh, Lake Itasca. And, uh... Well, let's give some of the other kids a chance, uh, Betty? There's Lake Minnetonka. Yeah, very good. Jack Lucal. Well, there's Big Pelican Lake and Whitefish Lake and Rush Lake and Bass Lake and Trout Lake. Wait a minute, say, how do you like that? Well, I think we've taken care of the lakes, uh, <laughs> although, uh, yes, I'm sure we have. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, that was nice going, kids, and it's recess time, and now I suggest that you rest a moment. And say, speaking of suggestions, Marvin Miller has a fine one for all the mothers listening. Yes, mothers, here is a suggestion for all thrifty housewives that will help you stretch that budget dollar still farther. The next time you go to your drugstore to buy vitamins... Be sure to compare the number of units contained in one-a-day brand vitamin A and D tablets with any of the other brands. The quality of any vitamin product is in its unit content only, and federal law demands that this information be printed on the outside of all packages. So check this important point carefully before you buy. And remember this, one one-a-day tablet a day supplies you or any member of your family with your full normal daily A and D requirements. That's right, just one a day is all you need, and one penny a day is all it costs. One-a-day tablets are developed and guaranteed by the makers of Alka-Seltzer. They are also recommended by Good Housekeeping Bureau and commended by Consumer Service Bureau of Parents Magazine. Listen to these low prices. 30 tablets, only 35 cents. 90 tablets, only 85 cents. And 180 tablets, only $1.50. Ask your druggist for one-a-day brand vitamin A and D tablets. That's the name, One-A-Day Brand. Look for the big one on the package. And don't forget, your druggist also has Alka-Seltzer. Better take a package home. Ladies and gentlemen, have you tried winning one of those new Zenith portable radios by sending in a question suitable for use on this program? Remember, you can mail in as many as you like. And for each one used on the air, the makers of Alka-Seltzer will award one of those famous Zenith portables with patented built-in movable wave magnets. It doesn't matter whether the quiz kids answer your question correctly or not. You get the Zenith portable radio just the same. Just mail your questions to Quiz Kids, National Broadcasting Company, Chicago. We reserve the right to reword questions, and if like questions are submitted, the first received will be used. All questions become the property of Quiz Kids. Remember the address, Quiz Kids, National Broadcasting Company, Chicago. Well, all right, kids, here we go with the rest of the examination. Mrs. Ted K. Benson of Montpelier, Idaho, says that the following gentlemen got together recently to talk about their new jobs. They were John G. Winant, Fiorello H. LaGuardia, and Harold L. Ickes. What were the new jobs they were discussing? Harvey? Well, John G. Uh, John G. Wynett is the uh, new American ambas ambassador to Great Britain. That's right. And uh, I'm not sure the I don't know the other ones. Uh, Dennis. Fiorello LaGuardia is the uh, Minister for Civilian Defense now. That's uh, correct. His technical uh, title is Civilian Defense Commissioner. And Harold L. J. Ickes is the President's personal uh, ambassador. Well, uh, I now I question that. Uh, we're talking about new jobs, uh, I must remind you, uh, Dennis. Jack Lucal? Well, I know that uh, Harold Ickes is the head of the Petroleum um, Commission. 
That's right. His uh, official uh, title is Oil Administration Commissioner. You're uh, very, very close and uh, practically correct. Say, you know, I promised to report to the radio audience how you kids came out last Saturday in that quiz contest with the five University of Chicago professors. That is, I promised to report if you didn't come out too badly. Well, you quiz kids came out very well indeed in first place. Plenty lucky, I'd say. <laughs> you betcha. And you and the professors and the audience had a barrel of fun. I hope we can do it again sometime. Theodore Flaxman of Boston, Massachusetts, says he found all these numbers recently in one section of his newspaper. What stories did he find them in? Listen carefully. Two out of three on this one. Fifteen, five and three quarters. Six. Ten and seven-eighths, 284 for 72. Richard? Well, uh, uh, 15, five and three-quarters is 15 feet, five and three-quarters inches. The new uh, pole, vaulting re pole vaulting record made by uh, Warmer Dam. Very good, Richard. <laughs> That's marvelous. Would you like to continue, Richard? And uh, I think Warmer Dam's from San Francisco. Well, uh, chances are he is. <laughs> and, I don't uh, exactly have that information here, but how about six, ten, and seven-eighths? Well, six, ten, and seven-eighths is the broad jumping record. Uh, no, the, the high jumping. That's right, Richard. Can you give us the name of the chap who did that? Well, it's really beside the point. His name is Les uh, Steers, and he... Oh, yes. He was... He's from Oregon. Yeah, he's... From, I'm glad you know where he's from. <laughs> and, uh... Well, uh, that's... The other, uh, uh, the other one was, uh, Craig Wood made, uh, 284 in the, uh, National Open, I believe. That's right. For 72 holes. Very, very good. I'm very proud of No kids, Father's Day, which comes next Sunday, prompted Veronica Kinney of Mission Beach, California, to send in this question. What character traits of your father do you most admire, and can you think of any occasions when you yourselves had good reason to be thankful for them? Dennis? My father's got a pretty good sense of humor, and he needs it because I'm uh, getting a good bit of trouble. <laughs> Good for you, Dennis. You're a regular boy. I can see that. Uh, Harvey? Well, one of my father's best traits is on Sunday, he usually takes me out for some sort of amusement. And, uh, well, I think it takes his mind off his business worries, and uh, it also gives me a great deal of fun. Well, I'll just bet it does. You two boys have a grand time together, I'll bet. <laughs> Richard? Well, uh, my uh, father has the uh, same trait as Dennis' father. He has a very good sense of humor, and the reason I like it is because... Uh, when he when uh, he's joking, it keeps everybody else happy, including oh, that, himself. That's a very good trait too, isn't it? <laughs> I know you're proud of him for that, uh, Betty. Well, there's no special trait that makes me like my dad. He's just swell all the time. Oh, fine, good for you. <laughs> Jack Lucal. Well, I, my dad needs his patience when uh, sometimes my sister and I get into few quarrels. <laughs> and he, he has, has to... a a good, um, I'd say. A, peacemaking talent. Too. Well, that's, that's uh, very, very good. Well, kids, all of your answers were swell. I'm sure all of your dads uh, uh, think uh, that you're just about the stuff. Carol Jordan of Santa Monica, California says the figure 40 
has played a significant part in biblical history. She wants you to name three events where this was true. Harvey? Well, I believe uh, during the uh, resurrection to the... Um, oh, I forget just what it was. Anyway, it took 40 days. After the resurrection. After you, the res uh, I thought you meant days. that, uh, Harvey. <laughs> All right, let's have some more. Um, Richard? Well, it, uh, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights, uh, uh, which caused the flood. That's right. Jack? Uh, then though David was king of Israel for 40 years, and I believe that um, Jephthah was judge of Israel 40 years. Well, and I know Samson was judge of Israel 40 well, years. Well, thanks a lot, Jack. Uh, let's see what Betty has to offer. I believe that there are 40 days in Lent. That's right, Betty. Good for you. And uh, Dennis? Uh, 40 years wandering in the desert by the Jews after they left Egypt. Well, that's right, Dennis. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks to all you boys and girls. Uh, Mrs. J.B. Pierce of uh, La Junta, Colorado, wants your help in fricasseeing some chicken and making a cheese souffle. So, put on your aprons and tell us just what you do. Come on now. Jack? Well, for the chicken souffle, I'd get some chicken and... Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold everything. I mean... I'm afraid that chicken got away from us there for a minute. I get what? some, um... Chicken for the chicken fricassee and some cheese for the cheese souffle. Well, now, uh, those are simple comebacks. Very, very uh, practical, too, Jack. Let's see if we can have an expression from uh, uh, our young lady on the board tonight. Betty, how about you? Well, Mr. Kelly, I can cook a little, but I never tried a cheese souffle. <laughs> well, uh, how about, could you give us anything further in the way of information about the fricasseed chicken? Well, isn't that something like boiled chicken only use a barbecued sauce on it? Well, no, not exactly. Uh, let's see, Richard has... Uh, Isn't a fricasseed, fricasseed chicken uh, sort of uh, stewed in milk? <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. I thought we were go all going to be in a stew there for a minute. <laughs> Jack Lucal? Well, this is a guess about the cheese souffle, but don't you take um, something that it... Uh, I know what it looks like when you're finished. <laughs> uh, I'm always in on that, too, myself, Jack. Uh, don't you put cheese in scrambled eggs? or? Uh... Well, the eggs are slightly scrambled. <laughs> uh, the, Harvey? Well, personally, I don't care how they make it. I just like to taste it. Well, I do, too. I think we'd better just drop this question right here. <laughs> Sarah Blake of Cincinnati, Ohio points out that plays, movies, and books often draw their titles from patriotic documents and songs. Can you give the source of these titles and quote the complete sentence from which they were taken? First one, the movie Pursuit of Happiness. Harvey? Well, it's from the Declaration of Independence and, um, let's see now, uh, um, let's see, the, our, uh, uh, um, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's see. That's that's, uh, that's very, very good, Harvey. Good for you. Um, now the next one, the book, the ramparts we watch. Jack. From the Star Spangled Banner. Very, very good. Can you quote? Um. The ramparts we watch were so gallantly streaming. Very, very good, Jack. Good for you. Now the third one, the play, We the People. Dennis. We the people of the United States in order to form our perfect union, and so on. That's from what? The uh, Constitution. Very, very good. Good for you, kid. <laughs> Harvey, what were you well, going to say? I was going to say that's from the preamble to the Constitution. Preamble. Good for you. I'm glad you came in there so we all got that real clear like, see? <laughs> Beatrice Weiner of Brooklyn, New York, asks you to identify these well-known lines 
And she isn't talking Brooklynese either. Twas Brillig and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wave. All mimsy were the borrow goves and the moam raz out grave. Richard? Well, that's from uh, Through the Looking Glass. And uh, it's uh, Alice finds it in a looking glass book. And uh, I just... I just read that the other day. You did, Let's huh? See. Well, it should be Brillig fresh in your means, mind, then. Uh, Brillig is four o'clock when it's time to begin broiling. <laughs> and uh, Slithy, they called it, uh, it, it's a contraction of lithe and uh, slimy. And a tove is an animal that's sort of like a corkscrew. <laughs> well, can you uh, identify that stanza? What is it from, Richard? Can you tell us? Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky. Good for you. That's fine. <laughs> well, there's that old bell again. It's a short half hour, isn't it, kids? That's all the questions we have time for. So let's listen to some very special sound effects, which Marvin Miller has on tap while our judges figure up your scores. One moment, please. Listen. Hear that, Fizz? That sound means welcome relief, pleasant relief to thousands of people every day. That's Alka-Seltzer, all ready to bring relief for any one or all these troublesome, annoying ailments. Headache, acid indigestion, upset stomach, heartburn, muscular pain and fatigue, and cold distress. Think of it, a pain reliever and an alkalizer, both in one effervescent tablet. Just the right combination to give you the kind of relief you want when you want it. Why not make it a practice to keep Alka-Seltzer handy all the time, ready to give you fast, comforting relief when you need it most? Millions of others do. You can get Alka-Seltzer at any drugstore. And when you go to your drugstore for Alka-Seltzer, be sure to get a package of one-a-day brand vitamin A and D tablets, too. it's a great pleasure at this time to call on our guest observer, Governor Harold E. Stassen of Minnesota. <laughs> Governor Stassen, uh, you're a little too old to be a quiz kid, but you are the youngest chief executive in the nation. In fact, I seem to remember you were too young to be nominated for president at the last convention. So it's a real pleasure to have you in our studio tonight. Thank you, Mr. Kelly. And greetings to Jack and Betty and Richard and Harvey and Dennis from a million boys and girls of that vacation land of 10,000 lakes they all seem to know so well. This has been a very interesting and an inspiring half hour. These keen minds of the quiz kids with their unusual fund of information are striking examples of the result of our educational system and our free way of life in America, a way that stimulates thoughts and keeps the doors open for the development of our children instead of trying to compress the young minds into totalitarian straitjackets. So as we commend and congratulate these quiz kids on another brilliant program, let us recognize that the resourcefulness and the knowledge and the thinking ability of our children today will have a profound effect on the strength and direction and progress of this nation and of the world tomorrow. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Governor Sasson. It's a privilege to have you with us. Well, kids, the judges have just handed me your separate uh, report cards. 
As you know, Dennis, they didn't score you individually because you are a guest. But you had a lot to do with this fine group score of only two misses. We were extremely proud of you. And I know all the folks in the great city of Pittsburgh are proud of you, too. Among the remaining quiz kids, Richard and Jack tied for first, and Betty is third. So you three, I'll see back next week. Now, all five of you were wonderful. And the makers of Alka-Seltzer are happy to present each of you with a $100 denomination defense savings bond. These bonds are backed by the full strength of your government, and when you grow older, they will help you with your future education. These fine defense bonds are just like the ones people all over the country are now buying in order to do their part for national defense. <laughs> Next week, our newcomers will be Margaret Mary Doherty, age 14, of Chicago, and David Smothers, age 15, of Wheaton, Illinois. And once again, Dennis, I want to tell you how pleased the kids and I were to have you with us tonight. You were swell, and we thought, all thought you did a grand job. Meanwhile, folks, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the Quiz Kids class until next Wednesday at this same time. Good night, kids. Good night, Good night Mr. Kelly. Kelly. For interesting variety and entertainment, listen to all the Alka-Seltzer shows. On Saturday night, the famous Alka-Seltzer National Barn Dance. Next Wednesday night, the Quiz Kids. And for the latest news of the world, listen to the Alka-Seltzer news broadcasts each weekday evening. Consult your local newspaper for the time and station. Marvin Miller speaking. This is the National Broadcasting Company.